Welcome to the Fempowered Podcast. I'm Julieta Durante, menstrual cycle nutritionist and hormone whisperer. And I'm Nat Martin, menstrual cycle coach with a passion for all things premenstrual and periods. This is a podcast to help you navigate the world using the menstrual cycle as your compass and guide. We'll be chatting to industry leaders and women who inspire us on everything from money to sexuality, business to hormone health. Honestly, the list is endless because the menstrual cycle shows up literally everywhere. But let's be honest, we live in a world that wasn't built for and doesn't value the menstrual cycle. We are here to change that. We're here to help you learn new things about your cycle and inspire you to bring them into your life so that you can show up in a way that honors your natural rhythms and enhances your inner power. It's time to stop feeling guilty about being inconsistent and struggling with your cycle. So if you're ready to unpack its gifts, let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to season two of the Fem Powered podcast. Very excited to be back. It's been a little, we've had a little break. We've had a bit of a, just a reset and a re, refuel and all of the things. And we are just back now for season two. Um, so hello to my lovely co-host, my lovely Nat, all the way in Germany. How are you, my love? Hello. Wow, I can't believe we're back for season two already it's um it's flown by and um yeah I'm really excited for this season it's going to be pretty it's going to be pretty good yes There's quite a lot of nice things um set up so yeah yeah we do I think you know we got together when was it last week and we were just like getting a really some some really get, get great guests I think really you know we've got this great theme going on with the guests which is like people doing things differently their own way real like just yeah just this 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 common theme right which is exciting and ties into what we're going to be talking about today and we're going to be doing things a bit differently we're going to be putting out an episode once every two weeks rather than it gave us time to reflect as well a little bit didn't it because like the first time round was a bit of a baptism of fire yeah fun but my goodness an episode a week was quite a lot and um yeah so you know we're really which I guess is probably comes down to what menstrual cycle awareness is it's really doing things on your own terms and in a way that supports you and I guess that's the theme that's tying together if not every episode then at least all of the guest interviews that we've got coming up for this season which is very exciting got some really really good ones coming up so yeah. yeah and um it's so funny isn't it because you're so right like you just said that like the whole idea of menstrual cycle work is to do things to the work for you and then we somehow still impose these weird structures on ourselves like you know like even with the podcast it's like hang on a minute why do we have to do one every week oh it's because we see other models doing that and we think that's yeah. a model and all of this and it's we do the work maybe with our cycles but then we sometimes forget that you can do it in other areas so that's super super interesting as well so yeah very excited it's going to be a very very good like I think it matches the autumn theme as well loads of like just truth speaking and all of the things right so before we start we will do our cycle day check-in and um yeah just curious would you like to share with us <laughs> Well, I'm on cycle day 40. Um, and normally I have a 26 day cycle. So at the moment, at the time of recording, I'm almost six weeks pregnant, which is 
very exciting <laughs> and it's so funny because we really talked we, we talked didn't we about oh gosh how am I going to do this cycle check-in on the on the podcast um you know without get, giving anything away until getting to week 12 and we've spoken about this um in our voice message swaps that I'm just sharing my journey regardless of what happens so I'm on cycle day 40 I'm really tired <laughs> um I've had a full day at work and I, I feel physically fine, but just can feel my capacity lowering um, and would love to just sleep on the sofa. But I've, I've got a dinner date after this. So <laughs> I have to be a little bit more sociable for a little bit longer. Um, but yes, I'm on cycle day 40 today. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. And yes, we have obviously spoken about this. Um, I'm, I'm like really honoured that you were one of the first people to share the news with. Like, and I'm well, the first person. Oh, apart from Simon. That's amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And honestly, when you sent me that photo of the pregnancy stick, I was like, fuck is that a pregnancy stick <laughs> it was amazing so thank you so much for sharing it all with me and um yeah we have talked about this like this whole like when do you start sharing when not what's this thing going on with the 12 week thing obviously everybody's gonna do what's right for them but it's why you know if you want to share beforehand why not and you know what a beautiful place to share as well so thank you first of all for sharing with me like oh and then secondly like for, for, for sharing here as well on this um on the podcast so yeah and I'm just really really excited to see where this journey how it unfolds and like you know I know that you are you speak you say exactly what's going on you speak your mind and you know we're going to get like this really lovely just insight into your experience so mm. thank you and yeah, I'm so <laughs> let's see if I can still record if I'm feeling ill all the time that's not yeah, I know. that might be my reality where yeah. are you in your cycle so I am, I think day 13, not 100% sure. It's around, no, 15 actually. And I've just finished ovulating. I am a bit tired today. Like I, I had a pretty good ovulation. So I'm like, ooh, and now I'm a bit like, oh, you know, like sometimes you just wake up that when I do have a good ovulation, generally the day after I wake up and I'm like, oh, and it's that feeling. And I'm like, oh, it's gone now, you know, but um. It's good. It's good. It's not bad. There's still quite a lot of energy there and things. Um, and it was a good one. Like I said, I think also I've shared with a few people like actually this time of year, I feel pretty energized weirdly. Not it's not the. I mean, I still suffer from obviously the, the shortened days and nights, but like I really do have this like inner autumn energy, the outer autumn kind of thing, like get shit done. I think it's probably get shit done before Christmas energy, to be honest with you. <laughs> yep. You know, because the whole world has this almost deadline. So I can yeah. I tap into that quite a bit, I feel. And it's not necessarily a, oh, I've got to go and buy loads of Christmas presents. But it's like, I want to get everything done by then. So I really tap into that, which is good. It's feeling good, actually. Um, so, yeah, not much else to share. But, yeah, sort of like just end of ovulation and feeling pretty, pretty okay. Nice. Oh, I'm so excited for this episode because we've had a lot of conversations around this topic of just honesty and authenticity around life as a self-employed person and perhaps specifically in the menstrual cycle awareness world. But really, you know, you can just extend this to everything because we, we, we come across <laughs> we come across people on, in, on Instagram and social media and we can think that they are like you know it's social media right it's not 
for the most part it's not like quote unquote real it's a mm -hmm. curated thing um but you can kind of have the impression that like you know they're doing what they do on their instagram for their full-time job or that they're maybe more successful whatever that means to you um than they really are you know there, there might be this kind of impression that you know we're seeing like hundreds of clients a week and that we're you know making like i don't know 10 figure months no not that would be five figure months and and all of that and we've had it we've had a lot of offline conversations haven't we around like how a the frustration that can come up but also the the wanting things to change right the wanting wanting people to understand that that it's not all as it seems on social media because we know so many people who've come into the arena of coaching and now they're giving up because you know it's not going as quickly for them as they would like or they're not able to like pay their rent and bills yeah so mm -hmm. I'm really excited for this chat because I feel like it's something that's really necessary agreed we've already we know we've talked about this a lot already, but I think what we've both been seeing is a lot of people becoming very disillusioned with the coaching world, the stroke wellness, you know, all of that. And I think menstrual cycle coaching does kind of come into that because we will all be kind of like, you know, it's it's a type of coaching kind of thing. Um, and so many we've had so many conversations with people who are disillusioned, like you say, people who have like some of them like are upset with themselves for maybe like I don't want to say like believing in inverted commas certain messages and then you know like oh I fell for that and this and there's there's a feeling that there's a lot of disingenuous messaging out there um and I really feel like there's there's going to be a massive massive shift coming up soon because a lot of people are now speaking out about it and you know our guest Jess who's going to be coming on I think mm -hmm. next week or the week after you know, she's somebody, she's a close friend of mine, you know her well as well. And this is somebody, she's had a real pivot because she's just like, I don't want to put up with this anymore. This feeding into this story, you know, and it is quite a complicated topic, I feel, because yeah. unpicking it gets quite like, oh, but so where's the line between self-responsibility and actually eventually sometimes going, actually, it's not really my fault. This is the problem. Do you know what I mean? Like, because... Most of us who are coaches are very, very self-responsible, right? We're real, like I take responsibility for everything and blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, where is the point where you're like, actually, that was an honest messaging or this is not coming across properly. And actually, a lot of the feeling also, also is that we've been tricked into some, you know, sort of thinking about certain lifestyle ways for, for certain coaches and all of that. And it's really important that we talk about it. Um, and, you know, I think that's not to say that you and I are perfect but we both try to be as transparent as we can about how we're running our businesses you know because I feel it's really 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 important and you know these kind of businesses take forever to build up that is the fucking reality of it you know and all this shit about and it's not just that you know those very masculine oh you know 10k two months click funnels Blah, 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 blah. I think most of us who listen to this kind of podcast are like pushed that away a long time ago but there is other more subtle messaging also taking place sometimes that we've all fallen for because I have I'm sure you have you know and yeah this is the space to really unpick that and 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 maybe like look at where we're going and and being honest about our businesses and our journeys as well yeah and I think do you know what I think it is as well like 
there's you know there's this idea that you should do what you love right so which of course like no one wants to do a job that they don't enjoy but I feel like a lot of the messaging can lead people to think that you know that they have to do what they love and then when you start your own business you're responsible for it right there's no one else who's gonna like make business come to you you have to get out there and make it happen and we can put so much of ourselves into it um, especially if we're talking about coaching and and not necessarily product related businesses although you probably could relate it to that as well but businesses where you know like if someone comes to me for coaching or to you for coaching they're coming for you yes mm. you can help them with certain tools and knowledge and everything else but they're coming for you mm. and I feel like a lot of there's so much tied up in this that when it doesn't work out it comes you know it comes with a feeling of it must be me mm-hmm. I must be you know not a great coach or I must be not worthy of this or I must be not worthy of that because it's not just about the business anymore it's about you as an individual who's like behind that business or like the face of the business or whatever so I think it's um it is a really complicated really complicated topic but I feel like at least you know by at least just brushing the surface of it a, that people who might be listening to this podcast who, you know, maybe have a side hustle and they really want to, you know, or they've got an idea for something and they want to, you know, kind of take it forwards to kind of understand that I don't want to make it sound negative, but it's not, you know, it's unlikely to be an overnight success. But on the other hand, just to open up the conversation about like realness and authenticity around yeah, it. I agree. I feel like there's not enough of that. No. And you know, it's, it's, I get it because if you, for example, if you're promoting your side hustle, which you want to become your main business on Instagram, you know, there is only going to be a certain amount of time you're going to be dedicating to, for example, maybe looking after your kids or whatever, you know, you may want to want to choose to share that. And that's also okay. We don't have to share every aspect of our life, but like, it's really, really important that we, I, I think we start opening ourselves up to, to like being like, okay, like I do feel that so many of us, or so many people I've spoken to, are like, they're almost ashamed of admitting they have a day job, yeah. or they keep it very quiet. And, yeah. you know, there is no shame in any of this. I, mm-hmm. It seems to have come from this real, like, you know, I think you were talking about it, this like, you know, boss babe attitude, like, you know, which is, I can... I can see its validity, right? Like as women owning our own businesses and 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 just you know living, you know, really offering our gifts to the world is incredible. But at what price when we are starting to almost, you know, yeah, like gaslighting huge areas of our lives? And then the the, the, the there's a massive reaper, like it's almost like a domino chain, right? Because then it's like we see this and we're like, oh, you know, of course we're always comparing ourselves. That's what our brains do. You're like, oh, so-and-so super successful doing this, that, 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 you know, yeah, they must be doing really well. So we've got this narrative going on inside already, this internal Mm -hmm. thing conversation. Mm -hmm. And then it might emerge like six months down the line or whatever. They they actually have a full-time job doing something else. Yeah. And you don't have to, it's not about going, oh, by the way, you know, I do this and I don't do, you know, it's not about that, but I feel just having a bit, it's it's examining the shame around it. Why aren't we sharing these things sometimes? Why are we not so open? Um, yeah, it's it's so 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 interesting and just really important to be realistic. I think because honestly, I I mean the coaching industry I think has really fed us a load of shit for a long time. Yeah, yeah, 
It has because it's all subjective and it's unregulated. And, you know, you can be a coach with, even if you don't have any qualifications in it, you can be a coach if you've got the skills and you're dedicated enough. And, you know, you can be someone who is just a naturally good coach without ever having to like spend a dime mm. on becoming educated to be a coach. So, you know, and I think I just feel like, like I've been really upfront always about the fact that I have a job that I've gone from being self-employed fully to kind of hybrid, which is what I am now. And, you know, self-employed again, and then hybrid. And, you know, I think at least for me, it's the way that I've come to look at it now, there's, there's two prongs to this. The first prong is that I, I feel more secure when I have money behind me, right? Mm -hmm. So if I have a job that pays my bills, that pays my rent, that gives me a stable amount of income every month, then I don't have to put all that pressure on my business. I don't have to come with this energy of like, I need to get a new client because how am I going to pay my rent? Like, that's really gross. No one wants to work with someone right. who's like, you know, it's like being in any relationship, having someone who's smothering you because they depend on you for their happiness. So there's that. But also I think there's, you know, again, this boss babe culture or lifestyle image or whatever. And I, I still fall prey to it. There's oftentimes when I think I would love my life to look this certain way and to be like this and to be like that and blah, blah, blah. But actually like when, oh, how do I work best? Right now I work best when I have some time away from my business. Yeah. <laughs> when I can like go do a job that is not related and just, you know, like switch my brain off from it almost. And then I'll get some ideas. Whereas if I'm just 100% focused on my business, then, you know, it's like you just can't see the wood for the trees anymore. So and I feel like on both sides, there's like there's like a little bit of intolerance or shame. I'm not exactly sure what it is where people think, well, no, a, I have to make this thing work because it's my thing. It has to be the, the sole income, the sole like source of stability for me and my family, mm. um, you know, and I have to get that every month because you know <laughs> doesn't work otherwise and then I think there's also like the the, sh the shame or the embarrassment or the guilt or whatever at yeah I think perhaps not being honest with or perhaps not being um, not being able to to see yet what it is that you actually need like how is it that you actually thrive because you know, you have to think these people who are on Instagram and everything and, you know, that people who have been doing it for a long time and they are like, that is their thing that they do and they make all their money from their business. They're not doing it alone. Mm. <laughs> you know, like they are not, don't like they're doing, they've got people who are doing their accounts. They've got people who are probably doing their social media, who are maybe even taking care of their kids, all of this stuff. And so even if they are 100% income sourced by their business they're still outsourcing things to people and I think we just don't see that people don't like to admit if they have a cleaner if they have someone who does their laundry if they you know because it's like again this shame this embarrassment and we should just be able to do it all mm. and actually I feel like having a job on the side or something else is recognizing where you're not able to do it alone where you're where you need extra help whether it's asking someone for it or going getting a job that pays your bills and mm. I feel like there's a little bit of embarrassment about that or shame that's what I think anyway 
I agree like definitely that kind of sense of shame and so many things you were saying then you know so first of all I really resonate with this idea of the energy we bring into the business so really understanding what your values are and what really you need to thrive for me a hundred thousand times percentages whatever you want to call it every time I go into a very needy kind of scarcity mode in my business everything just stops right and I, I've shared this with you many times right I'm like I'm in scarcity mode what can I do and really what I have to do is step is step back and tap into like my joy and just you know like actually recenter myself a little bit because if it gets to that like I need to make x this month that for me is is the biggest like joy killer in the whole of my business and it's mm. massive and it is it's to do with attachment as well almost it's mm. an attachment isn't it it's like you're anxiously attached to every single sale or every whatever and that's that's not why I'm I want to run a business right if that's what I'm going to be doing I might as well just go somewhere else and just not even have to worry where the money's coming from because that's a really 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 draining place to be in energetically in the business so that 100% I get it um, and then I think the other really important thing to to think about um, is that then I never feel that we're in the moment in our businesses a lot of the time because we're always aiming for the next thing right because it's always like what else can I launch what you just said that you know sometimes having this like you know your other job means you have this time and the space to then just allow ideas to come and things like that and and actually do it with ease whereas sometimes I feel you know especially when we do expose ourselves to messages like oh you know you can grow your business like this and this amount of time or look at me I, I you know I did it like this and it works for some people and then you're always like you know, you never pause and go, well, actually, I'm quite happy where I am at the moment. This is actually not bad. It may not be a 10K month. It may not be anything like a 10K month, but it's fine. And I'm quite enjoying myself here, you know, and I've really also been leaning into that a lot more because I think I shared it with you once. I was like, you know, when you do these things about what's your ideal day, or I think I shared it with some other friends that um, we were having like a cacao, little cacao circle. And we were talking about like, you know, when you're always like coaches are like, oh yeah, your dream day, blah, blah, blah. In all honesty, when I write out my dream day, it's pretty much similar to a lot of the days I already have in my life when generally when I'm in Spain <laughs> in the <laughs> summer, but you know what I mean? Like it's 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 like waking up, working for a few hours, getting out in nature, maybe going to the beach, maybe meeting friends or family later on. That's all I want. I honestly have sat there sometimes and racked my brains. I'm like, do I want anything else? Is this enough? Should I want something else? Because I've been so influenced by all these other things. And that's all I need. And then I'm like, fuck, I'm doing this already. You know what I mean? Like, not some days are not so easy and there are challenges, but it's like, actually, there isn't that much. You know, I'm really happy where I am. But sometimes, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm always responding to outdoor mess exterior messages so I'm like well you know I really should be striving for the that the 10k month the 15k and all that and I'm you know then you're never there and going actually this is quite nice <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah absolutely and I think again and I, I probably I think it also I feel the same way about like Instagram following followers I don't know how you, whatever that word is <laughs> um but like you know if you're someone who's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to follow this business coach because they've got really great, you know, they've got really great insights and, and, you know, I feel really inspired and everything. And I've got this like idea for something that I want to kind of like start and have a little side hustle. And they're talking about like, yeah, five figure months and 10 K months and all of this. Like we have to remember that like 
behind these numbers are people. This is not just like 10K that falls out of the sky. This is like 10K that comes to you through someone's hard earned cash that they have like, I mean, I work in a cafe, I earn minimum wage and tips. When I give a coach or someone my money, that's bloody hard earned, mm. you know? So this kind of toxic energy and messaging that we get about 10K months. Okay, what next? Like how to get this, how to get that? It's like, no, 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 no. Like this is not, but not, it's not about the money. It's like, these are people behind who you are actually helping. Same with your Instagram followers. You know, if you, you might be like, oh, I've only got 300 followers. If you were hosting a talk or a rent or a workshop or something, and 300 people turned up <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would that be enough for you mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. even if it, it, like, even if it was a free event and 300 people came you probably mm. shit yourself you know so I feel like a lot of the time like we start striving for these things that we're told we should want mm. and it, we forget the reason behind the reason behind those figures, the reason behind all of that, the reason behind, you know, the person who's like having this amazing lifestyle and living like, you know, next to their private beach and they've got this and that because they're like a multi-million dollar coach. Like, yes, it's a business, but it's also very much about people. And I feel like I totally understand when people pivot. I've done that a lot, probably will continue to. Um, and why people would be like screw this I'm just gonna like throw the towel in but really what we're I think at some point you have to decide what are you in it for like are you in it to make money and there is nothing wrong with making money I would love to earn more money than I earn right now like that's just the reality because it is you know my financial situation is always shaky Um, so would I like to have more stability yes but would I do that in a way that loses integrity with what I want to do, which is help people, help women to remember how amazing they are and to feel their bodies and to feel empowered by those cycles and stuff. Like what's more important? Yeah. You know, I feel like there's, I feel like at some point this is a question that has to be answered. And um, and that's not an easy question to ask either because, you know, we're told that we shouldn't want money, but we all aspire to have money. and. And it all just gets really gray and murky. Mm. And, and then some, you know, you're talking to someone and they're like, oh, actually I have a full-time job. And you're like, oh, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's the, it's the like a mission of it. Yeah. It's so like, it's very gray, very blurry. It's very blurry. It's contradictory. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's nuanced, like there's, because the other thing that was coming to mind as you were talking was like, there's also this real, like, you know, you know, you're worth it. Push up your prices. Very kind of like, go, go, you know, like I know that I have always like, as most people working for themselves, there's always a thing about asking for money and putting yourself at the right place. Yeah. And for quite a while, I was really like, listening too much to this like put them up carry on if your prices don't make you feel uncomfortable what are you even doing and now Mm. I'm like (laughs) god no you know like yes I think there's always this balance right like you've got to be if you want to run a viable business you have to have prices that mean you know you have to sit there and do do the maths basically and work it out and go okay that works but I feel there's also like this going into your body and going how does this feel and 
there is a, I know because I've done this before there has there have been prices that have felt so wrong in every single aspect I'm just like no and then like you know I have actually maybe had a coach at that point and the coach you know has been supporting me going but why did you do that you just need to ask blah, blah, blah. it's all to do with you and your worth and I'm like you know you just sort of sat there almost like curling up and going really but you know and so there is also that aspect to it as well that then we're, we're almost made to feel like I don't know like inadequate or not we're not truly believing in ourselves and then there's also this stuff around what you offer is priceless and I'm just like that and the transformation right now I am sorry but I am just so fucking fed up of that bullshit like <laughs> yes the transformation okay but there is a price, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, you and I both follow um, Simone Soul, um, who is a great, she really does walk her walk, talk her talk. And she's talked about this before. And I've loved what she said, because she's like, you know, it's priceless. So you can put any price on it. You can put $20 on it or $100,000 on it. She's like, sometimes the greatest transformations my clients have had has been from my $25 webinar. It hasn't been from the high-end coaching thing you know, you don't know where those transformations are going to take place. So to always like toxically link it to like, you will only get this transformation if you pay me $10,000. It's like, what, you know, and there is so much more going on there that if you're going to enter this toxic coaching relationship anyway, where you're like basically putting your savings on the line for this transformation, the energy is going to be wrong. Like, Ugh. so there's all of that going on as well but then you end up feeling like I've I've done this in in coaching like maybe like agreements or relationships before when I've been like god what's wrong with me like I'm just I go in feeling a bit scared and a bit like you know I'm, you know I'm the one who's clearly not making the progress or I'm the one who's like questioning or you know you maybe you, you'll have a discovery call with a coach and then at the end they're like yeah and it's this and you're like oh you know and then you're like oh but that's me I shouldn't have those feelings that's me because I'm not abundant I'm not this and that you know what I mean and it's just now I look back and I'm like oh my god that was just like one massive massively clever mind trick <laughs> yeah yeah a lot but I feel like this is that's a really good way to like almost encapsulate what we're talking about like there's because people are not being honest about their situations and again it's not that you you choose what you share like there is no rule that says you have to share this or that but mm -hmm. and maybe just maybe honesty is the wrong word maybe because people are being selective mm -hmm. about the reality of their situation it is kind of like a mind tricks thing because you look on their Instagram and you see of course they're promoting the thing that, that their business of course like they're not going to post them a picture of themselves at their desk talking about what they did at work that day like it's not you know like that's of yeah. course but still I think we have to take a little bit of responsibility at least for me when I I stepped away from Instagram for probably about a year and a half and around 2015 because I really did not like it I didn't I didn't like the way it was going at that time I was in the whole yoga scene and it was just getting a bit like you know headstands on the beach and like just a bit like icky yeah. and I stepped away from it and when I decided to come back to it I was very very clear that I me personally was going to be very honest and authentic around what I share because I do not want to be responsible for someone else going into something thinking that 
the thing they're going into is other than it really is because of what mm-hmm. I'm putting across. So mm-hmm. yes, sometimes I will sit and pose for a picture or, you know, or whatever, but I will, I've always been very honest about the things that I struggle with. I've been honest about, you know, having financial struggles on my gram. Like I'm, I'm very honest about that because I don't, I want to contribute to a place. I want social media to be a place where we just actually share yeah. a very like open and honest space. And I feel like because there's this like, oh no, I don't, I'm like, I don't want to talk about like, you know, this really icky thing that I'm moving through right now. I don't want to talk about the fact that I just had a fight with my boyfriend last night. I mean, I have to go into all the details, but I'm not even going to mention any of those things. I'm not going to mention that my relationship's falling apart at the seams or that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm having a real like dark night of the soul. I'm just going to like show up and smile and, and talk about my business in a really good way. And this leads to mind tricks. Mm-hmm. This is like, you go into it thinking, wow, this is amazing. I can have that kind of life. Let me go also become a coach. And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, completely agree. Like I've got so many things going in my head, so many examples, mm-hmm. you know, so many women I've spoken to who are have, have really expressed very similar things. And, you know, I think what came to me now was like, you know, I, I don't yeah I don't I wouldn't say I I always try to be authentic as well and maybe because I'm more like in the hormone world sometimes that lifestyle aspect isn't so kind of something that I I mean I still share pictures of my life and things like that but you know the full transparency for everyone for you maybe I haven't spoken about this as much like I've been doing this work for 10 years right like over 10 years and for oh gosh like for a good like five to six years of that it was a side hustle you know and then there were like other big kind of contracts and stuff that kept me going like it really it has only really been probably the last maybe three years that I've completely able to be to save a hundred percent I'm running a biz you know I fully focus on this business on hormones in harmony and it's it kind of is self-sufficient you know but it's it's not bringing in 10k months I'm telling you that now you know like it's 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 fine that it's it's up and down I'm trying to get better with those ebbs and flows because they still freak me out (laughs) um but I'm I'm putting do more nervous system work and that kind of stuff helps me but it's been a long, long, long journey, you know, and I, when I first um, graduated, I actually went and did a lot of community work, like working in projects here in London, like in schools, in youth centres. I was shit scared to go out there and 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 get clients. I did not know what the fuck to do. Like, and that was a huge hurdle for me. And then I was like seeing clients and massively undercharging and massively overgiving. You know, there was all of that going on as well. Um, and I did work for Planet Organic for quite a long time alongside that. Um, and that was my little security baseline, you know, that was my little bit there. And yeah, the leap only took place maybe, like I said, a few years ago. So it's being really, really honest um, about it all. And yeah, it's it still has its moments when you're like, oh, my, you know, I share this with you all the time. I'm like, oh, it's here. The scarcity mindset is here today. Like, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I love that. I love that you shared that because it is it's true. Like things just take time. Like, you know, you can't you can't expect your business to go from like naught to a hundred and stay at a sustainable hundred so that you can like actually do the thing. Like, you know, you have to think about it when you have a job, 
hopefully it's a job that like pays you well but what do you pay for with the money that you get from your job yes you pay for your rent and you pay for your bills do you also pay for clothes you pay mm-hmm. for like nights out or lunches or coffees you pay for insurances you pay for holidays you don't you get paid when you're sick you get paid when you take holidays there's so many things and I think we can kind of um forget that if you are going to be a hundred percent self-employed you have to cover all of that like there is not anyone there's not anything there to like catch you so mm-hmm. you know I think like for me for example when I first started menstrual cycle coaching the, I put a call out and I got two clients in the first month and mm-hmm. I was like wow this is amazing this is so great and you know I think it like that for those three months I was like this is amazing because I've yeah. I've got like two clients which is already just like woohoo mm-hmm. you know that feeling of like yes I'm really doing this and then I'm really being paid this to mm-hmm. do this but then I, I think I had like four or five months with nobody afterwards so mm-hmm. you know yes you can think about like okay I'm going to put out these offers and these people are going to come through and you know I'm, I'm making like this I don't know like 10k or whatever I mean I did not make 10k but you know mm-hmm. like I'm gonna make just just choosing 10k as the arbitrary number for this podcast <laughs> but I'm gonna make 10k <laughs> this like this month or this three months or whatever and it's like okay but what about the times when you are not having clients coming in through the door, when, you know, you've got like all the things that go to be paid for when you have a business, like a website and email and all of this kind of thing. And I just think that there's, there's a gap between the reality Mm. (laughs) of the situation of being self-employed and the like the ideal of where a lot of people want to get to and I feel like this gap is just it's not it is not spoken about and the thing when you do find things it's like well you need to automate here you need to like have some kind of funnel so that people come in and they do this and they do that and you make money all the time and it's like but that's not really real it's not Mm. really it's not something that just happens overnight and I feel like a lot of this burnout that happens when people are like screw this I've had enough I've been sold down the river on this, you know, like all of this, I've read into this toxic marketing and whatever. It's because people are trying to sell these like schemes of to get rich quick schemes. They've been around like since the dawn of money, yeah. you know, probably even from before when we like bought sheep cows and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like get more sheep without doing anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, it doesn't, it literally does not work like that. No. So I feel like maybe a lot of the and I know because I've felt like this sometimes and I felt like jacking it all in it's because I'm like I've tried I've set up Facebook ads to sell this like webinar to sell this course to sell my coaching and no one's biting and it's like well it will not work just because you spent a week putting all this together like it takes as you said takes years Mm-hmm. it's a really long time for you to gather a reputation to gather the knowledge to know like how your own processes work and I wonder if this is where um so many things fall short we do these these trainings and then it's like well what happens afterwards mm-hmm. like what happens now I've got this coaching certificate behind me and now I have to like actually go out and and coach and coach and, and make that, money and they're two separate things yeah especially in the beginning 
it's it's almost like the same thing as for example you do a degree in something or like I did my degree in nutrition and then it was like shit now I need to like help people with food from my practical knowledge and that was a huge dump I I mean full disclosure I barely ever use anything I ever learned at uni it's completely different you know like because it's a reality uni was like scientific paper after scientific paper lovely I know how to read a scientific paper which is very important because I can like read through the bullshit but equally you know my work is getting people to use food to support their hormones you know and and all of that that's completely different so and you know you're so right because it's it's also all the inner work that has to take place you know and that's where we get that's when we're so vulnerable because you know, we, we do this course and you've got the motivation and you feel great and you come out and then you realize that it's a lot more than just having this 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 training or requalification. That is literally the very beginning, you know, yeah. Like yeah. the very beginning, because then you've got to do all of the, the nervous system work. You know what I mean? Like the, 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 the your money stuff, you know, that will come up again and again, really understanding yourself, really understanding how your energy works, mm -hmm. understanding your pricing all of that and of course you're going to fall prey to all these messages that come about like you know like you know all these kind of like you know do my funnel and do this and do that like you know another sort of full like disclosure for me I did actually sign up to one of these um like get rich quick health coach thing um a few years ago now and you know I do I'm I'm ashamed when I when I look back I'm still like can't believe I fell for that you know like and I fell for it hook line and sinker and I spent a lot of money on this thing a lot you know and there is even when I think of it now I still get this like Ugh, in my tummy I learned a lot about myself it was probably one of my biggest learning experience but it most certainly did not produce the results it was meant to produce and the whole time in my gut and in my body I was screaming, no, 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 this isn't the right way for me. But I didn't listen because I didn't have the experience. And another thing we don't talk about is at the beginning, you know, you've got to go out there and do it almost for free. Yes. Just learn how to bloody do it. You know what I mean? Because you can do all the most amazing coaching certifications in the world or trainings. Like, like I said, I still remember my first nutrition client. I was literally sat there going, what the fuck am I doing here? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because I was like, oh, well, I know the science around this, this and this and this. But then the client was almost like, oh, well, I don't want to do this. And I was like, oh, OK, well, I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> like, you know, and it's it, it's kind of like that's when you've got to like learn on, on the job. And like to suddenly like if you fall for a scheme that's like, you know, just go out there and charge a thousand dollars per session. If you had never, ever coached someone your 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 body your mind your soul is never going to be on board with charging a thousand dollars for a session believe you me yeah yeah 100 percent, 100 and I think it is like I feel like this is I feel like we could rant on this for hours on end but I do feel like it was an important conversation to have because as much for our peers and other coaches out there who maybe are also feeling this but not you know don't have someone that they can really talk to about it because also you know this work can be very lonely you can kind of yeah. be a bit of an island or a tree lone tree on the hill you know yes there's instagram society and everything but like in the end it's you with your computer in your house or your, your co-working space or whatever so i feel like it was an important conversation to have just to to say to our peers like let's 
just change the record on this. Let's stop breeding this toxic um, messaging. And also for people who are listening, who, you know, for us and our followers who, I've got people who, you know, they've seen what I've done going through Claire's um, cycle coach school, which does have continuing education, which helps you to learn your, like build your business afterwards, I should say. But like, I know that I've had followers who are now like going into this year's training. And, you know, so people are like, I feel like we have a responsibility because we are showing people through our social media, through our emails, through our podcast, this kind of life is possible for you. Following your menstrual cycle, embracing your womanhood, living a life that you want to live. However, (laughs) it doesn't just happen overnight. Same with the menstrual cycle work. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you cannot just fix things overnight. You have to actually put the work in and figure out what is right for you and your body and your lifestyle and not just like take in the messages of of everyone kind of like willy-nilly so I feel like this was a really important conversation to have and I really hope it sparks like more conversation I really hope it does because it's so important and I would hate I would hate for there to be such a downturn in coaching and menstrual cycle coaching because it is such great work and it, and it does work but it's very easy to get disillusioned from it and it would be such a shame for pe- so many agreed people and I, I think you know if we if we start thinking about what like examining our expectations you know and our values and just having a really a real rethink about the whole thing mm-hmm. and also trusting our instincts as well when we when we are exposed to messaging that's not feeling good not thinking it that we're the problem maybe the messaging is the problem that's huge and I, I agree like let's make this convert this this episode the beginning of a conversation a real open conversation let's share all the shitty things that we've done to get ourselves to this point you know it's not like we have to be like negative Nellies but it's like let's share all the sides of it you know let's share the positives and the 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 challenging bits and the mistakes we've made and the investments that have felt really icky and we wish we hadn't made let's share them all you know because I think if you're ever going to use the word gaslighting that's where it happens the most it's like boom if anybody who's ever thinking of being a coach if you even so much voice a bit of a concern around pricing or whatever you're the problem yeah you don't know your own value you don't know your worth how's anybody gonna be you know appreciate your worth if you don't I mean I'm sorry but fuck off (laughs) and on that note (laughs) and on that note that bloody amazing note I love that that's made my day (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah Thank you. Yeah. So really curious wow. to hear what other people have to say. People listening, please let us know. Please share, you know, like share this episode, screenshot it, tag us um, mm. and let us know your thoughts on it, because this is really important. And we need to kind of, you know, not call people out in a nasty way. You can always do things in a nice way, but we do need to start like calling out on this bullshit, like, you know, not taking it anymore. Mm. So, yeah. Agreed. Right. Well, we are yeah, now, we've got the fire in our upper asses, don't we? So, um, <laughs> yeah. And next episode, we're going to be interviewing um, Jess, who is Jess part two Gatfield. of this. Um, Jess Gatfield, who is also going to be sharing her story. So, yeah, we feel so strongly about this. That it's a two-parter. So very exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Mm, 
all right then goodbye thanks guys We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please help us spread the menstrual cycle love by rating and leaving us a review and sharing this with anyone who you think needs to hear it.